0: Hi, my name is Michael Frank, and this is the Prefab Review Pod presented by Prefab Review, where we interview leading people and companies in the prefab housing industry to learn more about them and make it easier for buyers to make the best decision about your next prefab or modular project. Um, Today, we're interviewing um, Kaveh Hadi Blue, sorry if I butchered that name, the co-CEO of Stillwater Dwelling, Uh, and they're a luxury uh, prefab home designer based out of Seattle. So welcome, Kave. Um, Thank thank you you very much, Michael. Great. Uh, Well, just to get started, uh, I know a little bit about Stillwater Dwellings, but I really honestly don't know very much about you. It would be great to understand how uh, you got started in this business.
1: Um, Sure, absolutely. Um, Hello, everyone. Um, I um, actually started uh, in this industry uh, when I was quite young. Um, uh, I was born in a family of architects, uh, immediate family as well as cousins, Mm -hmm. uncles, and and uh, extended relatives. So, as, as a very young age, I actually grew up on housing. would design our own homes and worked in my father's uh, design studio as a teenager, just as a drafts person for many, many years. So, um, when I decided to start my own career, I uh, attended uh, Worcester Polytech in Massachusetts, uh, studied structural engineering, and uh, to sort of complement the design uh, skills that I had acquired. And uh, after a few years, I um, moved into the prefab industry. And um, even as a young teenager, I was fascinated by the industry itself. And I was found that that's, that's a more progressive way of building a house and to a large degree, a much more sustainable approach to, to the custom building industry. And I uh, found a company in Massachusetts named Deck House uh, that had been around for many, many years and um, they're approach- is, is, is that Acorn Deck House now or different? That's than- correct. Yes, uh, we okay. you know when I joined them in in early '90s, uh, they were just Deck House, and then they acquired Acorn, which was um, their competitor. A few years after that, and uh, my attraction to that company was they they were more of a design centric prefab company. And I always personally believe that um, design should be the forefront of every every company, even if it is prefab. Um, and the, the philosophy and approach sort of match my personal beliefs and I worked for them for many, many years and, um, till, the, mid, uh, 2006 or seven, um, I became director of client services for the West Coast operation, moved most of the operation, um, to San Francisco Bay Area and Seattle and, um, subsequently partnered with dwell magazine, um, and some outside architects that were actually very successful in the prefab. And we developed a series of homes called Dwell Homes by Imperian, And uh, very successful until the housing crash of 2008. Um, after that, I consulted for some of the uh, bigger companies in the industry. Um, and uh, 2013, um, joined Stillwater, which is a local company at that time, quite as a startup and it was the very early stages of it. And... Uh, As a chief sales officer for the company, I helped the company grow and then eventually bought the company from the founder. Um, And uh, with my current partner, John John Morgan, we have uh, successfully been able to um, extend our reach throughout the United States and kind of provide an innovative approach to mid-century modern design that I personally am very attracted to throughout the country itself.
0: Got it. Um, so, uh, can you tell me a little bit about Stillwater for those who haven't seen them? And I would encourage you to check out their website or, um, we have some coverage of them on our site as well, uh, to sort of see the photos in person. But, uh, what are you trying to do? What I've seen in the past is, you know, uh, very aesthetically nice, mostly single family homes. Um, it's a pretty high end product. Can you tell me more?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, In Stillwater uh, Dwelling is is essentially a design studio uh, concentrating on currently our uh, product line is a mid-century modern butterfly roof that were quite popular in Palm Springs in Central Coast, California. And our intention was to be able to sort of uh, update this iconic design and uh, bring it to, you know, Today, today's lifestyle and kind of adapt it to today's lifestyle. We chose prefabrication as a predictable delivery system for our homes in order to be able to control timeline, design, cost, uh, with uh, a, a predetermined set of uh, details that uh, we use and incorporate into every one of our homes. Um, right now, this day and age, the prefab is, is such a broad uh, terminology that a lot of different companies use. Uh, But in reality, we're we're closer to what we call the system-built house. We have a a set of design, construction, and fabrication standards that we use in every one of our homes. And using those systems, we're able to come up with a variety of different floor plans, from something as small as a 700-square-foot ADU to a 6,000-square-foot completely custom-designed home. Um, We feel this approach allows the clients who want to build a custom home to explore different options, fit different sites, different budgets, different wish lists, and uh, complement that with it with a first class customer service throughout the United States, um, we can have a, a series of successful projects throughout throughout the country.
0: Got it. So just so to be clear, um, when you're saying system built, um, you're saying that uh, it is certainly it's not modular, correct? Right. That's so correct. It, yeah. So it's uh, it's not going to look like a shipping container getting shipped down the uh, down the highway before it gets installed. Um, Are are you actually prefabricating the kit, or is that being done by independent uh, factories?
1: How is how is the the sort of construction done? um, um, That's a good question. Uh, We actually can do both modular and uh, and the current system that we use is a panelized construction. Uh, Modular is uh, what you refer to is is what you see in highways, you know, as shipping containers and. Uh, driving by to different job sites, um, although it's a it's a much faster way of building a house, um, it does impose certain design restrictions and dimensional mm-hmm. restrictions on the actual design of the house. And we felt like the initial projects that we tackled back in uh, you know from 2000 to uh, 2007 till 2013 um, lacked the diversity and the flexibility that our architects wanted to have. So soon after, in 2013, we incorporated and we started using panelized construction um, into our homes. Um, we are currently part, uh, partnered with uh, two different fabrication facilities, and both in Washington and in California. And uh, in a very near-term future, we actually are about to open up our own facility and then uh, bring that under our own uh, roof, if you will, and control the process from beginning to the end.
0: Got it. Uh- that's 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 interesting. Is that is that also going to be in the Pacific Northwest? The um, big pardon? Is your new facility also going to be in uh, the Seattle area?
1: Uh, we don't know yet. Most likely not. Um, as a as a national company, we're trying to find a location that can service most of our primary markets. Um, yeah. Right now, primary markets is essentially west of Colorado, west of uh, Rockies. Uh, so we want to have a facility that can minimize the shipping costs and have it reach to the edges of the primary market. Although we've done projects in Massachusetts and and Hawaii, and we have beautiful projects in throughout the United States, uh, the primary market that that we essentially ship to and design for is the West coast of the United States.
0: Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like we, we've probably received like, I don't know, a dozen announcements this year at our site from people opening up factories kind of in, I think that I don't, Inland California, I guess, is the sort of way of describing it. It seems like that. that, I don't know if that's where you're looking, but that's where we've seen a lot of these happening in the past.
1: That's correct.
0: Um, Okay. So, uh, okay. And then, so basically, so you're creating a panelized um, solution. Uh, Are you only building the shell of the house? Does that mean a local contractor is then building the foundation and doing the interior of
1: the house? Or what's sort of the division of labor on all of that? Um, the the material that we provide for the house are essentially the shell plus um, siding, interior doors, hardware, um, roof system, and uh, and some of the specialty components such as the canopy and the visor and the specialty sheet metal elements that are incorporated into our designs. Those are those are provided by Stillwater throughout the United States. Um, it, General contractor is going to be responsible, you know, typically for the site work, foundation, assembly of the package, if you will, um, and all the finishes are done by the contractor, including mechanical work. Um, however, there's a there's a uh, there's a considerable amount of uh, specifications that we um, provide the contractor um, for all the finishes, whether it's a uh, light fixtures to towel bar holders to kitchen cabinets, essentially. Uh, we do provide the contractor a complete set of specs for the finishes as well. So they don't have to chase the client for months on end to be able to figure out what kind of light fixture they want to do.
0: That, that makes sense. And are most of the uh, contractors you work with, are those people from your own personal network? It, uh, they are. or
1: okay. Yeah, that's actually an excellent question. To, to make this process even more pleasant for the clients, we work – very hard to retain the contractors that we have worked with in the past. Uh, There are contractors that I'm personally working with in California that have been building panelized homes for me for about 15 years. Um, We actually do receive inquiries from a lot of contractors that have heard about us through either the building department or financial institutions or clients and neighbors and friends that want to join a cadre of professionals um, in our primary markets. Uh, we train new contractors all the time. Um, they are uh, well taken care of. Um, it's actually part of our success I can easily say is because of the contract network contractor network that we have throughout the country. Uh, they have been you know well served by our clients and by us as well and uh, the combination that of of what they do and what we do is what makes the entire project successful.
0: Got it. That makes total sense. Uh, probably, so we, we get at our site, we probably get well over 10 questions a day from uh, different readers. And figuring out the local contractor, if they're working with an architect who's not as experienced with prefab, is I would say probably the number one pain point source of questions. So that makes total sense. So so does that mean that um, kind of in the West, during half the United States, you have pretty strong networks throughout and maybe a little bit less developed on the East Coast where you do less projects?
1: Um, well, uh, on the West Coast of the United States, we have a very strong network of contractors. You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, however, um, through my uh, previous affiliation with Deckhouse Acorn that essentially became Imperian, um, I do have access to a large car, uh, network of builders throughout the United States uh, where I, you know, from time to time, I, I access and I talk to them. And even in areas where we may not have new contractors, we essentially tell our clients that, you know, as their partner, it's our job and responsibility to assist them in finding a contractor. Okay. Um, Unlike some some companies who essentially wash their hands from selecting a contractor because of liability or whatever it is, we actually are heavily involved in not only contractor Review interviews, oversee their pricing, make recommendations to the customer, and actually forge a relationship with that customer for our future growth, and as well as making the, the existing project more successful.
0: Got it. That makes sense. That definitely seems like a value add. Um, so, what's your average price point? And I understand that it uh, probably varies a bit, yeah. and everyone hates to say average price point, but uh, the way we like to try to quote it on our site, which most manufacturers get upset with us about. Is uh, we try to say what does it cost to build a house? So, if possible, to kind of break down how much will sort of still waters dwelling end up costing on kind of a dollar per square foot basis on average, and then what is the kind of local contractor end up costing?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, The the if
0: if you want to make it easier, we can say in a on a flat lot in. the San Francisco Bay Area to start. And I understand San Francisco Bay Area is a very expensive market. It is a
1: very expensive area. I'll, um, I'll actually give you two, three different examples and probably okay, make it a little bit easier. The national average for our projects is about four or $500 a square foot. Okay. okay, And considering some areas in Texas, for example, you can build still build something for about 350 square foot. And San Francisco Bay Area is most likely over $500 a square foot. But uh, the constant element in this is the cost of the still water package price. And that's roughly yeah. about... Yeah, depending on the size of the house, would varies from 180 to 225 dollars a square foot. Larger okay. homes tend to be less expensive, as you know, and, and smaller homes tend to be on a higher yeah. side cost spectrum. Um, average contractor uh, price varies between 200 to 400 dollars a square foot. So, if you're building in San Francisco Bay Area. On a right. typical lot, I mean, even if it's a flat lot, the foundation costs and all the seismic regulations and, and the, the higher labor costs for, for some of the work has a tendency to increase that cost. So with my clients in, in the Bay Area, which actually we're doing, you know, 40, 50 different projects there right now, um, those projects ten, has a tendency to start at $500 a square foot and up. And they, they do go up. To you know, five fifty six, depending on some upgrades on Windows and some selections that they want to have, but usually starting at a five five fifty uh, would be a reasonable cost for about a two thousand twenty two hundred square foot house, right. and that includes soft costs. That includes all costs. Yeah, that's actually an excellent question. One of the things that we emphasize in our design seminars that we conduct uh, nationwide is, um, as a company, a long ago we have decided to include total project cost and. Um, in 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 all my career, I have never been able to distinguish between a soft cost and a hard cost, as far as the client is concerned. These are all uh-huh. costs. I mean, <laughs> right. it's easy to uh, distinguish between them, but in reality, our, it's our responsibility to tell our clients to know how much they have to spend in order to move into the house, uh, uh, and that's I mean, that's our that's what we do for them. Uh, cool, and
0: then what? So. I, we, we, we we deal with quite a few companies here. Um, and uh, one of the things that uh, we hear, it's almost become cliche sometimes, so I'm not sure if this is true for you, is the plans we have on our site are never the plans that get built. Um, meaning like, you know, a lot of the prefab companies have very nice looking plans on their site. And I'd say those serve kind of more as inspirations than is actually what gets built. Most things get customized. Is that true for you as well? Or do you end up actually building a lot of the... Plans on your site.
1: Um, it's um, the the business model changed a little bit since the recent fires in California. Um, you were correct in, in in assuming that the plans that we have on our website or we do publish in our plans book were more of an inspiration for our clients. And as a full service design um, studio, we actually make modifications to these plans internally. So it's very for us easy for us to make custom design or modified design. Um, based on those. However, um, the the recent fires in in Northern California and also in Southern California, Malibu, has created uh, a a path for our customers who want to accelerate the design process significantly. So we have introduced a series of what we call the pre-engineered homes. So these homes are not only designed, but they're also engineered. Um, for different parts of California. And and in most cases, they've already been built in one or two different locations. Um, That engineered version of these plans allows the clients to cut six to eight months from design and engineering. So they could literally take one of those plans. And as soon as we modify the foundation to fit the existing site, in 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 a matter of weeks, we can apply for the building permit. That has become a very attractive option for a lot of our clients who've lost their homes and they want to take advantage of the the speedy process. Um, so That's great. So,
0: they, so you can actually get homes built in what like six months or so? Yeah, from months. the beginning
1: to the end, including design, engineering, pricing, builder selections, and moving in, they it's maybe about. 12 months, 13, 14 months they can do it. It never goes that way but it's essential. even for California to build something under a year and a half is un- was almost unheard of uh, but recently we've been able to do it quite successfully.
0: That's great. Uh, and uh, how, And just uh, it's great that it sounds like you've uh, really helped scale the company
1: since joining. about how many houses um, are you building a year these days right now we have 50 active 51 active projects in our uh, in our queue. And uh, active projects are the ones that um, we're working on have not been, um, is either under construction or permitting or engineering or schematic design or different phases. And uh, that number is actually increasing significantly on an annual basis. We're adding new architects and professionals, interior designers. So we're becoming even more and more full service in what our offerings are to our clients uh, because they, they constantly ask for more services from us. Um, so right now you're doing some interior design as well um, for clients as well we do we actually that's a that's a new service that uh, we just started uh, providing our clients uh, full service interior design services we found out a lot of our homes a lot of our clients uh, even though we provide a a comprehensive package of finishes for our clients they choose to hire outside designers and interior designers to you know some color selections or when they want to deviate from our standard package. Um, and we, are, you, are you helping with like furniture selection and art as well? Everything. Like is Absolutely. We, okay. Everything.
0: That makes sense. Want. Yeah. I, I think, I, I mean, it makes sense to me at your price point. Uh, in the sort of tech world that I come from, a lot of times we talk about sort of people having more time than money or money than time. And I think it seems like at the $500 plus square foot package, a lot of these people are probably really happy to pay for the expertise. So that makes total oh, sense. Well absolutely.
1: They don't have the time to be able to do it. And then uh, we have the expertise and the knowledge and the know-how to be able to manage these projects effectively from soup to nuts for them.
0: Awesome. So just uh, for this next session, um, it's been great to learn a bit about Stillwater Dwellings. We have what we call a quick fire round. So this is sort of more general prefab stuff. Um so try. We'll give you a question. Try to answer the questions in one minute. Each question one minute or less. And we'll go through a few of these. Sure. Um, this is mostly my my chance to become smarter about things I want to understand more about. Um, so, building on hills, uh, what do clients have to be aware of, and how how do you and local contractors help with that and feasibility, et cetera?
1: Uh, well, the the hillside building is actually a little bit more challenging than flat site. Um, the The slope of the hill will impact, obviously, the design of the foundation, increase square footage on a lower level, and then the the stability of the hillside is always a big um, element um, that we have to consider. So a comprehensive geotech study of the site is always needed in order to be able to estimate the cost of the foundation early on and subsequent design of the foundation itself. We can, however, adapt and modify any of our designs to be on a hillside, um, and we do that very easily Um, good. Will you be the main point of contact
0: if, uh, let's say I go buy land in Marin uh, near here in San Francisco, would you be the main contact or would you connect me with our local contractor
1: who's the main contact Mm -hmm. for that feasibility? No, we actually are the main point of contact for every one of our projects, even during the construction where there's conversation between the owner and the builder to always get us involved or sometimes the conversation goes through us to the contractor. Even though the contractor is hired by the um, by the client independently, we are always a main point of contact before, after, and during.
0: Got it. Uh, all right. So, do so. You said you partner with two or three factories right now um, for the, the prefabrication of your shells. Correct. What are the What are the key things you're, you look for when you are doing diligence on a factory? Like, what are the What are the key aspects in terms of saying this is a good partner versus? This one might not be for okay. us.
1: Um, the sophistication in fabrication is actually a key element. Most of our homes, actually all of our homes are designed and, uh, fabricated to much higher tolerances than, than anything else. We usually use 16th of an inch tolerance. So they, first they have to be able to have the ability to work with the software that we use, uh, well, fabrication software that that we develop in order to be able to make these panels or all the elements in the house itself. Second, they have to have access to the much higher grade of lumber than what you find in a typical Home Depot or what most custom projects uh, work with. Um, Those are the key things. Um, And also, some fabricators generally like to work with more commercial aspects of prefabrication. So standardized 8x10 panels is something that's very typical with most fabrication companies however custom prefabrication is a is a rather unique and intense industry it generally slows down the prefabrication uh, process uh, and the facility has to be able to understand the economics of custom building which is different than uh, commercial building which is very standardized and and and, you know typical panels that get flushed out of their line you know, a, a fabrication company can produce 1,100 to 1,200 linear foot of wall panels, but by the time it gets to something as highly custom specialized as Stillwater, that production is reduced to about 650 to 700 linear feet. And they have to understand the economics of it and have to be willing to, to work with us in providing our customers with a first class service.
0: Got it. And uh, do questions about your family. So, do you end up using
1: SIPs like a lot of these other companies as well um, for your panels? Uh, no, we do not use SIPs uh, for a variety of different reasons. Um, one of the um, main feedback that we get from a lot of contractors is that they are uncomfortable working with SIPs, especially if they have to run plumbing through it, uh, electrical you know, duct work. They always have to be able to find and route different um, areas uh, through the installation to, to get that uh, equipment through Secondly, the the, R-value of our homes, especially the wall assemblies and roof assemblies, are actually higher than what SIPs products offer, So, which is kind of surprising because SIPs are known for, you know, as an insulated panels, uh, they pride themselves. But uh, we actually need to have a much higher R-value, specifically because of the amount of glass and glazing that we use throughout our homes. Uh, There's a specific number that we have to hit that... Far exceeds even Title Twenty Four in California.
0: Right, in Title Twenty Four is the zero net energy. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's one element. Correct. Okay, uh, and then finally, uh, um, I don't know how often you see this. We see this very frequently in our site. Uh, do you have people who end up uh, basically building still water dwellings home? Um, either as developers or for the purchase for the purpose of uh kind of doing what I would call a long fix and flip right like an 18 months fix, fix and flip meaning right build a still buy a piece of land build a still water dwelling house for whatever you said 500 dollars a square foot and then you know selling it for Nine hundred or fifteen hundred dollars a square foot. Do you have experience with people doing that? Uh, and what should people? No, we don't. Do uh,
1: it's interesting. We have had developers actually partner with us, and you know, we have discussions with them. And and uh, in in the past, it, it you know, the, it, it looks like the economics could work, but we really have not had a chance to work with developers, and um, you know, to build a Stillwater home. Uh, the the custom residential industry that we specialize in has a different economic equation than what the developers are looking for, and uh, the services that we provide is generally duplicated by what a developer does. Um, uh-huh. For for end user that becomes very beneficial for a developer. Essentially, it is something that they are going to be paying for, with and they will never raise right. costs Yeah, we we that have a lot sense. of handholding that we do through our clients, personal you know visits and contacts with, as you said, for a professional in the Bay Area becomes quite useful. But for a developer, they're set up to do exactly what we do. So it's really a really redundancy of effort.
0: Um, that makes total sense. Okay. So final question, um, what are you most excited about um, both for sort of Stillwater dwellings and kind of for the, I guess, prefab industry um, as a whole going forward for the future?
1: Yeah, the, the, actually, as a prefab industry in, in my career, which has expanded you know multiple decades, um, I have seen uh, a tremendous growth um, in the higher end market, uh, which is essentially what prefab can actually do even more service than than a mid range market. Um, there's more of an acceptance. Um, especially on the West Coast, uh, East Coast was a little bit uh, more established. The prefabrication was more established than it was in the West Coast until two thousand three, essentially. But now we're actually seeing, uh, you know, four, five, six million dollar client. We have clients that are at millions of dollars and want to spend on prefab. And for them, there's uh, the, the pejorative of term of prefab has has been eliminated, and now they are they actually are beginning to realize this is actually a much higher quality home, much better design. Um, uh, features than even some, you know, stick-built home and traditional architecture firm. At Stillwater, we are excited because um, our decade-long effort to establish this company as a a recognizable brand has really paid off. We have been diligent about maintaining a certain standards without compromising it just for the sake of uh, the next house or so, if you will. And now we are recognized throughout the country as, as one of the best brands and it's quite valuable. And This is what actually gets me up every morning to come to work is just how we've been perceived throughout the country as, as one of the best companies out there. Uh,
0: that's great. Thank you so much for, uh, for uh, taking the time to um, tell me in the audience about Stillwater um, Dwellings. Uh, all the best of luck to you in the future if you want to learn more about Stillwater Dwellings go to com or uh, check out the content we have about them on Prefab Review. Thanks, Kaveh, and uh, speak to you soon. Thank you
1: very much, Michael. And I just want to thank you for the services you do by the website that you have. is very educational. I've gone through it and a lot of clients have visited it. I'm sure they're going to benefit quite a bit from it.
0: Thanks again. Talk soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.